Hey, everybody, this is Rob with Local Tri-Vibe, and uh, this is our very first podcast, uh, and I'm really excited because I have uh, somebody that I've, I've known for her whole life, um, and uh, love her to pieces, respect her to pieces, and um, the cool thing is she got me into triathlons, and um, so, um, you know, wonderful human being. Her name is Jen Edwards. She happens to be my cousin. Jen, how are you doing? Are you on the other line? I'm doing great, Rob. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm giddy because uh, um, uh, you and I, when we get together, we just get stupid and um, are silly. Uh, but I want to talk to everybody about triathlons tonight. And, um, you know, it starts somewhere. And for me, my journey started with watching your Facebook posts and hearing you about it. And I've, and I've always thought of you as the, the monster athlete. Um, so tell me a little bit about your background and, uh, and I'll, I'll interject every once in a while, but tell me how you got started and, and, uh, we'll go from there. Sure, sure. So I started back in 2008. I was in the military at the time stationed in Hawaii where you were born and what better place Mm -hmm. to start riding bicycles and being out in the water than Hawaii. The water's beautiful. It's always a good time to ride. And running just happens naturally. So a couple of military friends and I, they're like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a triathlon. You should do it with us. I was like, all right, cool. So I need to get a bike. So we went to the local island triathlon and bike. Great uh, store, great owner, um, really cares about his customers. But is, we went is that what it's actually got... called? Is that what yes. it's actually called, island triathlon and bike? Yep, ITNB for short. Um, I still have that bike. I still ride it. Um, great experience. So uh, through his store, he had a local um, vendor, another vendor, who she was the owner of a group called Tri Fitness. And it was an all-women's group. They did dr- different training programs for different triathlons around the island. Um, she also hosted her own all-women's triathlon um, called the Nawahimi which is women in Hawaiian. So we're like, all right, cool. This is a sprint triathlon, swim a couple hundred meters, ride about 13 miles, and then do a 5K run to finish off. So did the training for that, had a great time, loved it. Uh, were you a swimmer? Then, like, were you a swimmer before, though, before you went there? You know, swimming is my least favorite and worst uh, <laughs> event. <laughs> I have no shame in the fact that I am not a good swimmer. I can survive, and I could make all the time, but it was not a pleasant experience. So (laughs) luckily for me, the swim was first, and I could get it out of the way and move on to the uh, events, the bike, and the run that I really enjoyed um, of the Mm -hmm. triathlon sport. So So that was your first one. Did you, You did go ahead. That was my first one, yes. And then after that, such a great experience. Um, the next summer, I had the opportunity to try out for the All-Army Soccer Team or train for the Half Ironman, so the Ironman 70.3 uh, on the Big Island in Kona. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for it. My second triathlon is going to be an Ironman 70.3. Wow. Did you, did you, how did that go? I did it. I finished. Um, total was seven and a half hours, I believe. Um, okay. Wow. It was a long day. 
The <laughs> average heat was around 95 degrees with Ooh. high humidity also. It was one of the hottest summers in Kona. But you know what? Nice. Made it through, did the swim. There are time cutoffs for Ironman 70.3 events. Um, mm-hmm. The swim cutoff was an hour and 15 minutes. I finished around 48. So nice. I had a buffer. Um, and then I See, that's my not phone. slow, though. You, you, you're telling me you're not a swimmer, but that's not bad. That's 1.2 miles. That's respectful. It's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. And that's, <laughs> I wasn't and that's the last open one ocean. out. Right, Ocean's and that's open, open ocean, open, though. Um, mass start, so everybody in the event started at the same time for that swim as well. Oh, wow. And that was your second triathlon? <laughs> Good Lord. Second triathlon. Go big or go home. Exactly. So then what did you do? How did, how did it train? Like you, do, you were hooked then? You just uh, decided, you know, you're going to keep going or what happened Absolutely. Next? Yep, I was hooked, and I had done probably seven or eight more events in Hawaii over the next couple of years while I was um, stationed out there, sprinkled a couple of half marathons in, um, one in Maui, one on Oahu where I was stationed, um, and then just tried to keep it going um, when I moved back mainland. I did uh, – the first one I did back in the mainland was in Columbia, Maryland. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the difference of swimming in Hawaii and swimming in a lake in the middle of Maryland is <laughs> very drastic. Uh, so hold on, hold on, hold on. you got to go back to swimming in Hawaii. you got to tell me what that's like because – it was business as usual. You, you were there, but so now that you look back on it, tell me what it's like. Because I've never swam there, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can only picture what it's like. But so the great thing about swimming in Hawaii, the water's warm. You don't need to wear a wetsuit. You're not even allowed mm-hmm. to wear a wetsuit. Right, uh, right. You can see straight down to the bottom in most places. The water is beautiful, crystal blue. Um, you can see sw- fish swimming around you. It's just gorgeous. It's everything you would expect paradise to be <laughs> in the water. But Maryland's not like that? Maryland's not so much <laughs> in the lake, in the middle of the mainland. Um, so now I go to this Columbia Triathlon. Great event. Host city was awesome. The lake it was in, however, is completely covered in algae, and it's green, and you can't see your hand oh, no. in front of you oh, when you're swimming. Sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. And the cycling, you know, in the D.C. area is a little more intimidating. Uh, drivers aren't as friendly. Drivers in Hawaii expect to see cyclists, not so much here. So I've tried right. to stay on trails in the D.C. area. Um, and, and it's been good, but... Not definitely not as much as um, as when I was in Hawaii and when I. Started. So how many seasons has this been at this point? Have you been in just a season or two or three or four? How long have you been doing this? Uh, coming back to the mainland, that was around my fourth season after being oh, in wow. Hawaii. I did three seasons in Hawaii, then deployed for a year to Afghanistan. Um, came back, did one more triathlon. It was kind of the. It was the week before I PCS'd from Hawaii, which is permanent change of station. So I was leaving Hawaii mm-hmm. for good. The week before, I did one final triathlon out there and then moved back to Georgia for a couple of months for some training. Um, while I was down there, bought a tri-bike, 
was raring nice. to go and then experienced the uh, less than friendly drivers on the east right. coast. So I know you did a, um, a, a half iron in, I think you did one in North Carolina. Is that right? Yep. Then, so the year after the Columbia Triathlon in Maryland, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do another half Ironman. Um, I looked up local events. Um, I had originally signed up for one. They were going to do one in National Harbor, Maryland, um, in mm-hmm. the Potomac. Unfortunately, that one was canceled because of, some sponsor issues, I think. Um, so I ended up doing the one in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, uh-huh. Another lake swim, wetsuit, much better than um, Columbia. But uh, good swim, good ride. The, the hills were rolling hills, and that one was also in about seven and a half hours um, oh, completion. Wow. Um, so if I remember right, you had a funky finish on the bike. Tell me about that. <laughs> I and do I remember that so, right? Or? You, do, you do. You're actually reminding me of it right now. Um, so I had felt my pedal get a little loose in the ride. I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to keep going. And about two city blocks from the bike finish, I'm pushing. It's uphill. All of a sudden, my pedal comes off. I'm clipped in. My pedal comes off in my shoe. So I obviously have to get off my bike. I'm inspecting it. I'm trying to get the pedal off my shoe. Can't get the pedal off. So I end up having to run my bike into the finish while holding my shoe. Wow. It's burning because the the pavement is hot. Um, Wow. And I I had learned after the race when I inspected my bike that the um, threads for my pedal had uh, been stripped. So oh, wow. in the last a... probably 15 miles of the bike, I had been stripping it, and it finally just was completely stripped and had to, you know, I added 0.2 miles to my, uh, my run on to that your run. half that marathon at the end. So you finished that one in the run. You, finish, you finished it, so that's awesome. Um, at what point, because at some point I started picking your brain, or you picked my brain. I don't remember how it happened, but somehow – we connected in this idea that we could do a triathlon together because you were kind of on the East Coast and I was in Virginia Beach, came to fruition. It was around that time, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think it was. It was that same summer. Um, I think it was about six weeks later we ended up doing the Williamsburg. That was a challenge. Rev it was three, called uh, the challenge. That's right. Well, it was actually challenged because it was the last year they had challenge here. So for, you know, for – whatever it's worth, I, I, you know, you just got into my head. I'm thinking, you know, lost a bunch of weight and I started riding and then I hurt my leg and I jumped in the pool and tried to swim and I was like, holy crap. So all I remember for, you know, quite a while anyways, was just picking your brain. Like, like I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, this, this Olympic triathlon is like the most incredible thing ever. Oh my God, if I could just do this, it would be incredible. So yeah, we, um, we planned and I'll be honest with you, the, um, uh, and you, I know you came down to visit, and um, you know, there's I, I get motivated by the dumbest stuff ever. Like, like really, like the stupidest things will motivate me. Do you have any idea what motivated me to do a, a half Ironman? Or like, really made me reach? Do you have any idea? I, I don't. It, it was your damn bag. You had the Raleigh, <laughs> Raleigh seventy point three bag. I was like, 
I must have. Forget about an Iron Man tattoo. Forget about the medal. Forget. I want the nap, the backpacks badly. I was like, that is just awesome. So, um, so, so when you guys came up, um, you know, I thought it was cool. You know, I didn't, I know nothing. And now I look back on newbies and I just feel bad. Like I feel bad because I'm embarrassed for myself and all the dumb shit that I did. Right. So I remember we, we went up to, to put our, to register and get our bikes and I didn't have a bike rack. So we bungeed the bikes to my Jeep. Do you remember that? I do. You have this, they, you have they this nice bike. <laughs> they did stay. They were going anywhere. But and I, I thought it was cool <laughs> until we got to registration and you see all these nice cars and these nice bikes with nice racks. I was like, I could not get my bike down quick enough. I was so embarrassed. Never mind that I had hiking shoes for my for my for my my shoes and no tri kit whatsoever. I think I, I think I swam in my. Um, uh, I, I didn't even have cycling shorts. I just had like compression shorts is what I swam like. So, right. um, yeah. Right. So, um, so we checked in, we came back. Um, of course it was a hot day and, um, and then we got rear-ended at the tunnel, which is always That's... awesome the night before your first triathlon. I don't know if you remember of course. That. Yeah. Nothing yep, better yep. than getting to an accident and having to wait. So I, I take things because you're like the mama bird for me of triathlons. You know, like I have nobody that I, I like. I know one other person who does triathlons, but I'm not having daily conversations with them. So, and I remember you telling me, and, and I swear, I remember things in weird ways. So some of this might not even be true, but this is how I remember it. I remember you telling me something along the lines of wake up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, choke down a six or seven hundred calories of like for me it was tropical smoothie so i got tropical smoothie and woke up in the middle of the night and drank this tropical smoothie uh beach bum chocolate for what it's worth and um did i make that up or is that just something i wanted to do i can't remember. i think i think you might have made that up i <laughs> value my sleep tremendously and wake up at the last possible minute every opportunity i get so i can't imagine i would tell you to wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> right. So here's the funny thing, too, by the way. I never said this to you. I can tell you this now because it's over. I so wanted to just experience this, you know, the, the expo in the, in the whole weekend of experience. You're like, yeah, whatever. Don't worry about that. The instructions are easy. Just, there'll be plenty of people in front of you. Just kind of just, just follow the people in front of you. I was like, I just wanted to take it all in. <laughs> you were just like, nah. It's the, you don't have to worry about it. It's just like, just don't cheat. Just stay a couple lengths back. You're good to go. I was like, Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Uh, I was no, party no, pooper at that point. No, no, no. It was good. It was good. So, um, so yeah. So um, we get up, we go, and I was just really excited. And um, you know, now it's not a big deal, but I remember, and it's it's it is what it is. But I remember having a conversation with you about shaving. Like I, you were my. I can't say it any other way. You were Mama Bird. Like everything you said, imprinted. Like imprinted. And um, and I remember certain responses because they're just like, they're just you're just beyond it. You're like I don't care. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, right? So, and it was, it was uh, and I say only in the Olympic for the people who are listening who haven't done one. Once you get there, you'll you'll say it was only an Olympic too. But um, it was an Olympic, and like it was this profoundly huge thing in my mind. And I was like, should I shave? Should I not shave? Should I shave? And and I was I remember trying to have a conversation about it. You're like, well, dude, whatever, whatever you want to do. I was like, I think I'm going to shave. And you're like, I don't care, Rob. It's okay. And I was thinking, you know, I think I just wanted to shave. 
I think at the end of the day, I just wanted to, you know, look the part, feel the part. And um, so note to self, don't shave the day before. First of all, it takes a Ooh, really no. long time. And you have all <laughs> kinds of razor burn. And it was just, it was, it was horrific. But, um, and I had cuts and stuff all over me, but nobody's really paying attention. So it worked out okay. But I will tell you this, honestly, when I jumped in the water as a guy and you have shaved your arms and your legs down, I freaking felt like a torpedo in the water, like just <laughs> slicing through it. I'm telling you, it is a cool, in the sheets, no more drag. Oh my God. I'm telling you, it felt awesome. I don't know that it made me any faster at all, but I swear to God, it felt really, really good. So, hey, um, if it feels but, good, uh, you're bound to do better. So that's it's all no, about I'm how telling you feel. No, I couldn't be more serious or or agree more. I think that 90% of it is whatever. It, like I wear compression sleeves on my legs sometimes, and people are like, ah, it's all mental. Okay, whatever. I'll take it. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got up in the morning. We did our thing. We drove down there. And um, I remember warming up because that race site is a site where there's a lot of uh, triathlons now. Um, a couple different um, couple different companies do triathlons down there. So at the same site that we were. So I'm, I visit that that area often. But I remember sitting in the water um, pretty early. The race hadn't started. We were just sitting there with our feet in the water, and I, I said something to the effect of, um, you know, Jen, I'm, I'd be worried if you were worried for me because I really haven't gotten any open water swims in. And you just looked over, and I'm, there might have been, um, you know, an F-bomb in there, but she, you basically said, you're, you're screwed because if you haven't gotten any open water swims in, you're kind of screwed, but it's too late, so no sense worrying about it. And you were just so, you know, my heart probably spiked really quickly, and then I was like, you know what, she said, you know, I had all the time. I just didn't make the time for open water swim. So I was like, okay, all right. But it was just so, it was like you just, I remember the feeling, Jen. It was like you can't get away from this, Rob. You are completely screwed, and there's nothing you can do. So, I was like, okay, whatever. So, um, and I think we went ahead of you. I think I can't. I can't. I can't you, you did. You guys started, and I that race. I was in the last five of my age group out of the water. Oh no! So, <laughs> so well, listen to this. So I because here's the crazy thing. We had that whole race experience, um, and then you had to, you went up to DC, and I went my separate way. So we really haven't had a full conversation about this. So that was a couple, four, probably three or four years ago at this point. So. What happened was um, I, I let everybody in my wave go ahead of me, and I just focused on my stroke, right? And by the way, I didn't, I'm going to tell you something after the fact that I didn't know until that race, but I figured out pretty freaking quickly. First of all, I let the whole wave go ahead of me. So um, I had myself, you know, just going nice and easy. I swam out to the first buoy. I was like, okay, I got this. I'm doing it. I'm in open water, and this is not bad. Um, and this is when I didn't know about different goggles and lenses and all that stuff. So I turned that first buoy, I navigated it. And then when I went to take my stroke, I stared straight into the eye of the sun. And I, I went from smooth as you could be to like you're in an airplane and you're about to crash hyperventilating. Like I went like zero to hyperventilating in like a second. As soon as I looked into the sun, I had clear goggles on. And I could only breathe to my right at that point. So I went into a panic like I've never experienced as an adult. I don't ever remember. So it took me every bit. And this is only uh, this is only the Olympic. It took me every bit of probably five or four or five hundred yards to reel myself in. 
And um, I wouldn't, they, they, they kept coming over saying, are you okay? Are you okay? I knew that if I touched that damn uh, board or the canoe or the kayak or whatever it was, I was like, mentally, I would be like, I have failed. So I, I, and I told myself, if I'm in trouble, I will absolutely help. If I can't reel myself in, I'll ask for help. But I'm not going to do it unless I'm, I feel like I'm in danger. So um, I finally reeled my breath and forced my face into the water because the more access I had to air, the more I'd hyperventilate. So I finally just forced my face into the water and, um, and I finally reeled myself in. But what I realized was, after psychoanalyzing that whole race was, I didn't know how to breathe. I was exhaling and inhaling. Like I'd lift my head out of the water, exhale and try to inhale and put my face back down and hold my breath until the next time I had it up. So completely like I had no idea. So anyways, um, so the rest of the race um, was okay. But then you crushed it. You crushed the bike. The, you crushed Yes, but hold on. Run. That's funny that you did. No, 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 no. Hold on. I don't know what I told you, but I didn't crush the run. So here's what happened. I was so fired up that I had finished the swim without touching the kayak or the, the paddleboard that I destroyed everybody in my path on my bike. Like I was like, I was picking people off like, like, like nothing on the bike. And I was bombing down hills, and I was I was just getting out of the saddle and crushing it up the hills. I was passing people up the hill, down the hill. I was so damn fired up. And then I got to the run, and every one of those people that I flew past flew past me. And by that time, <laughs> I mean I had absolutely destroyed my legs. I destroyed them. I think my um I, I was like it was just pathetic. My run was horrible, and um. And that's the first time it was so damn hot. And I was all black, too, by the way. I had, like, a black running shirt on at that point. Oh, by the way, in transition, I realized that coming out of the swim, a wet body is not a nice body to put anything on, like a tri-top or yeah. any kind of a running jersey. Yeah, it was miserable. So um, anyway, so, yeah, every single person that I passed passed me on the run, and I was just miserable. So um, I finished, you know, I finished the run, and I was like, okay, well, let me go out and cheer on Jen. So I found a place right by the corner where you finished the final shoot. And I was just cheering people on. You know, I, I, tried, I think I was sitting on a light post just because it's the only shade I could find. I was hot as crap. And I was just cheering people on. And the next thing you know, you tap me on the shoulder. I'm like, how the hell did I miss you? And you're like, Rob, <laughs> you, you cheered me on. And I was like, I was so out of it. But, um, yeah, so anyways, the swim was, was dreadful. The, the ride, I crushed it and then I paid for it dearly on the run so I think but, uh, that's that's just rookie mistake because I had a similar experience on my first uh 70.3 in Hawaii I got out of the water and I was just jamming on the bike uphill downhill just moving and then the run came and there's this one part in the Kona 70.3 that they call like the five fingers because you go mm -hmm. out a road and back and out a road and back and out a road oh, and back for five roads and you just keep passing the same people because you know you're going up and down five different yeah. roads and uh going through those i was just toast because i just killed the bike i was just nice. gonna that do sucks. it <laughs> right so um so i think um i think the world of you and i have uh i'm proud to say that i finally got my I've done a half Ironman in uh, Beach to Battleship, um, and I've done a half Ironman in Puerto Rico. We did full Ironman in uh, Louisville last year, and um, and then we're you know I'll do two more I think full Ironman at some point. But I never would have even I don't know that it would have got into my 
head if I hadn't seen somebody that I knew do it and could pick their brain because it's a, it's a it's intimidating if you don't have anybody to to use as a reference. So. Um, it is absolutely um, um, well. I'm glad I uh, could pass the baton on to you, and you've absolutely taken it and <laughs> run with it, swam with it, biked with it, and so what just is what's been the, amazing? Yeah, no, but what's the future though? What's are you gonna are you gonna try another one? Are you done for good? You still have your tri bike, so that tells me that you're still it's still in the back of your mind. Yeah, I I might do a sprint or so, um, one here or there, um, just kind of focusing on the running and biking. Try to stay out and of the water and, as much as possible. And I know your mom now, so that's that's different. It's a lot harder to, I am. Uh, to get he out just and train. Makes, but yeah. yeah, he just makes me want to spend all my time with him. Yeah, and so. I, I think that's awesome. But um, I hope I hope we get to do another race someday. That would be awesome. Uh, maybe a, maybe a, an Olympic would be fun. It doesn't hurt too bad. You can still drink beer and have a good time, and you haven't wasted right. the whole day. So. I think you can right, convince well, me to do another Olympic. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, I've taken up enough of your time. I so appreciate it. I love you. I appreciate you. I dig you, and um, and hopefully you know that. And, um, yeah, uh, appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? Sounds good. Anytime. All right. Thanks, Jim. All right. Take care.